Welcome back to another episode of The Emily Show. I did a spontaneous live stream over on YouTube to break down the latest document filed by Britney Spears' legal team in the ongoing battle for her conservatorship. I found this document fascinating. There are allegations in shade, lots of them. And I thought that if you are keeping up with the case in the audio only version of the podcast, you might be interested. At the very end of the video, I get into audience questions. If you want to check that out, the link to get to the YouTube video is down below. And I just wanted to remind you as an audio listener, I have added an opportunity for you to support me, the content and the podcast and gain access to a member's only podcast called I Have Thoughts, and that all lives on the Lawnard community on Patreon at www.lawnardsunite.com. And that's it, www.lawnardsunite.com. And you can find links to that in all of my social media bios and down in the show notes. I hope you enjoy this episode. And it is, uh, it's a lot. There's going to be a lot going on between now and the next court date, September 29th. Enjoy. Happy Wednesday for an extra special, unexpected Lawnards meeting. So, Lawnards, we are now called to order to talk about Matthew Rosengart, Brittany Spears's attorney of choice, not court appointed counsel's fiery new motion responding to James Spears's motion that said, Sure, I'll leave when I feel like it. I'm sorry, when the time is right. When the 12th accounting is settled, you know I had feelings about that. It's nice to see that Rosengart had feelings too. Mine had more cursy words. His has more smart shade. We're going to get into that. There's a little bit of other Britney news that we'll cover. And that's it. It's a Britney. It's an all Britney stream tonight. So it's time to ride. It's time to ride, Lawnards. Thank you for being here. Should we get into it? I feel like it's just, I feel it. I can hear it. Can you hear it? You're like, it's just time. It's time. Let's just do it. Hey there. Welcome to The Emily Show. I'm your host, Emily D. Baker, badass lawyer and everyone's favorite legal commentator, breaking down the legal shit in the news and pop culture stories you want to talk about. I've been a licensed attorney for over 15 years. I'm a former prosecutor and I'm a big fan of the cursey words. So let's break it down. There is so much to talk about in this motion. Here's the thing I love about this motion. Matthew Rosengart throws a good bit of very clever and smart shade. Some of it's not just shade. Some of it's just direct, like WTF are you doing? But he also keeps it concise. Like we get directly to the point. I appreciate the writing. I appreciate the cleverness. And I am just so um, encouraged. And I'm optimistic. I normally try to just be a passive observer. I don't think there's any passive observing in this. I want to see this motion get granted. I really do. I will be very, very annoyed. I will be, I will be big bad. It's more than annoyed. I will be big mad if on the 29th, Judge Penny denies this motion. I will need lots and lots of explanation. And, and I will have feelings about it. If I can legally understand why it's been done, I will still be mad, but I will explain why it's legally been done. But I don't know how we're going to get there because this motion, again, paints it into a corner. But before we get that, um, Lawnard, 
Hold on. I'm going to pull it up so I can say thank you. Um, Haley Benton, thank you for sharing this with me over on Twitter. I appreciate you guys so much when you're like, hey, don't know if you've seen this. It helps me. I don't see everything because oftentimes I am prepping next week's live stream. I am answering questions about Cuphead for my nine-year-old. I am talking about math I don't understand with my 13-year-old or driving kids around. So I do not see everything. I am not on the internet all day for sure. So I having all of the Lawnard's eyes and ears out there being like, hey, did you see this? I appreciate it. Y'all, a few of you sent me Erica Girardi's story on Instagram today. Don't worry, I screen recorded it. I'm going to be talking about it over on Patreon. But like, mm, what? If you saw it, you'll know what I mean. First up, news, new Britney news. We're going to go ahead and share the screen here. We're professionals here. I've been streaming. I've done an interview. I streamed for two hours over on VidIQ's channel. So if the voice starts sounding a little tired, um, you know why. Because <laughs> uh, we're tired. So let's get into new Britney news regarding that alleged battery occurring at her house. Uh, guess what? The Ventura County District Attorney's Office was like, yeah, negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. What we're not going to do is charge Britney Spears with any crimes related to the incident that occurred at her resident involving her housekeeper. I appreciate that they put out a press release on this denial. It is not unusual that prosecutors will deny cases, especially if the case is just a, you know, she said this, she said this, and people didn't see what happened, or if the individual who originally called the police no longer wishes to prosecute, and it's not in the interest of the public safety to prosecute it, and if there's more information gotten, then, you know, they, this is a decline to prosecute. So let's talk about that. Misdemeanor Unit Supervisor Blake Heller thoroughly reviewed the case submitted to Ventura County Sheriff's Office, which is a natural proceeding. Police get called, police go out, they take a report, they investigate, they present it to the district attorney's office, and the district attorney's office says yay or nay on charges. Yay, yay, or nay, nay. This is how this works. In other jurisdictions like New York, sometimes the police will line out the charges and then it will get reviewed. That's not how it works in most jurisdictions in California. So, decline to file charges based upon insufficient evidence that a crime occurred and lack of injury to the housekeeper or significant damage to the phone. What I'm taking from this is the phone wasn't even broken. That's what I'm taking from this. Like, but the phone wasn't even broken. That's what I get from this reading. On August 16th, Ventura County Sheriff's deputies responded to Spears's residence based on a call for service. Spears's housekeeper later reported that she had an argument with Spears regarding the veterinary care of Spears's dog. During this was all reported already. Um, during the argument, Spears was alleged to have slapped the phone out of the housekeeper's hand. The housekeeper indicated that the screen protector on the phone was damaged. The housekeeper had no visible injuries. Well, this is just this is this is just this is it. This is just, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, and that's okay. That's, it was, it's, there's this case in law school regarding battery and property and like property getting knocked out of somebody's hand at that case. It was like a plate and the plate broke. These are hard as a prosecutor, like legally you're like, I can see how that's a battery. As a prosecutor, it's very hard to prosecute someone. And they're saying, look, there's just insufficient evidence that this happened, that this went down the way they said it went down. So, so that's it. The, the dog issue, the TMZ reporting of it all is just done. And 
I appreciate the professionalism of the Ventura County District Attorney's Office for giving a thorough declination and saying, we are done here, move along, nothing to see. And as most district attorneys do, most district attorneys, most, not all, don't really need the media attention. They're like, I would like to do my job, please. Thanks. Just so this press release is very succinct. It is very to the point. And it's just like, okay, bye-bye. You're done. We're done here. Don't come back. Thanks now. Bye. Bye. Are you guys ready to get into this, this new Rosengart motion? I'm going to be referring back to James Spears's motion at the end of this, but we are going to get into this motion first and go all the way through it. Then we will get into James Spears's motion. Then, then I will get into Q&A the best that I can. I am going to say we will get busy. We're at almost 3,000 on stream. I know it will get busy. When we get to questions, I will do my best to get to Super Chats. I always try to get to them. But also, I want to make sure that those who are subscribers and support the channel by subscribing and liking and sharing videos, I get to those questions too and to our member questions. So I do my best. I try not to miss things. Sometimes it happens. So, so, also, go ahead and you guys show some mod love in the chat and do the YouTube things because I'm not going to remember to say it again. <laughs> I'll just forget. And if you're new here, if you want to join the chat, go ahead and subscribe. We do have subscriber mode on because uh, it's it's our own little troll patrol and it works really well, especially when people want to come in and be all like, you know, threatening people involved in this conservatorship because that's what we don't do up in here. Let's get into it. I always feel like when I say that, I'm always like, dark wing duck, let's get dangerous. Like every time I say, let's get into it. Like that's also what I hear in my head. I'm like, let's get into it. Let's just go. Uh, Britney Spears's lawyer basically claims that James Spears is extorting her. So let's get into this new motion. This is me. Let's get into this new motion. Also me. Hold on a second. Let's do a quick, how we got here how we got here. On June 23rd, Brittany made an impassioned plea to the court that everything about the conservatorship was fucked. That's hyperbole, but it, it's pretty succinct. After that, on June 14th, she was able to, for the first time in 13 years, for the first time in forever, it's going to be that kind of a night. I've streamed a lot over the last two days. She was able to hire her own attorney. Why did this take so long? Well, the court had denied previous attempts for Brittany to hire her own attorney. It, however, Brittany got connected to Rosengart. However that happened, he was in court on July 14th. He's like, I volunteer as tribute. I am here. Brittany's court-appointed attorney, Sam Ingham, stepped aside whether he was fleeing the death threats that were being volleyed his way or whether he was stepping aside to force the court to give Brittany her own attorney. I don't know if we will ever know. I can be optimistic. I like an optimistic story. I don't like the running away. I like the, if I resign, they have to give her a new attorney and this is what she wants and this is what's best for her. So I'm forcing their hand because I've done nothing else in these 13 years, but at least I can do this. So Brittany gets her own attorney. Her own attorney immediately goes to work of calling out James Spears and trying to remove him from this conservatorship. It seems that since at least 2019, this is what Brittany wants the most. Her dad removed as conservator of the estate. They asked her dad to step down orally in court. So the attorney said, you know, he should just resign. And James Spears declined to acquiesce to that request and said, no, there needs to be briefing. So then 
Britney's attorney brought a motion to either suspend or remove James Spears. This motion echoes a lot of what's in that first motion. I have video, a video on the channel going over that first motion. Then James Spears responded. Now the headlines in the major media outlets were James Spears resigns, but the text of the document was, I agree to step down when the time is right, when the 12th accounting is done, and when the mood strikes me. That's really what that motion said. True. It's also covered here on the channel. So here comes Brittany's attorney to say, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. So this is really their reply to James Spears's opposition to the motion to suspend or remove James Spears. This should be heard in court on September 29th. That doesn't mean the court can't rule on the moving papers before that. And I checked today. So far, nothing's happened, but we'll see. All right. Now let's pull up the motion and see what they have to say. Try this again. We Now that we got, I think that was a pretty succinct background. I'm just like, okay, we've got this down. Conservative Britney Spears' supplemental petition for suspension and removal of James P. Spears as conservator of the estate. Supplemental petition. And this one is all highlighted with my notes. So you get to see how I'm feeling as I'm going through based on how I'm highlighting. Britney Spears established in her July 26, 2021 verified petition for suspension and removal of James P. Spears that Dad Spears' suspension and removal were mandated under penal code, sorry, probate code. I talk about crimes. The penal code is stuck in my mind. The penal code being the criminal code, not the probate code, but, you know, forgive, forgive a prosecutor <laughs> for the slip of the code. Probate code section 2650J, because as a matter of law, this relief is, quote, in the best interest of Ms. Spears. Separately, this relief is also in the interest of justice. That is the heart of this petition. It is not alleging wrong. I mean, it is alleging wrongdoing by James Spears, but that's not the purpose of this. The purpose is what's in the best interest of Britney Spears. And if it's in the best interest to remove him, then the court has the authority to remove him because that's what's in her best interest. There doesn't have to be anything more than that. And Rosengart does a great job of reminding the court again over and over and over. All you have to find, Your Honor, oh, Your Honor, I'm. let me hold your hand. We're going to walk through this together. All you have to do is say that this is no longer in Britney Spears's best interest. That's it. That's it. If I find, repeat after me, I find that James Spears serving as the conservator of the estate is no longer in the best interest of Britney Spears. And therefore, he is forthwith relieved of his duties as conservator of the estate. This isn't hard. We've laid it all out, all of the legal grounds. They are here in this motion and the previous motion. The petition also demonstrates Section 2650J does not require, does not require anything from Dad Spears. Dad Spears to admit fault or wrongdoing. It requires nothing other than the court finding it's in Britney's best interest. Rather, although Mr. Spears has far more than a decade evidently engaging in abusive and bullying conduct, while also elevating his own personal and financial interests above those of his daughter, these issues of misconduct are not 
at this time on this petition before the court. Rosengart does a great job of reminding the judge, though there have been allegations in shade, though there are strong words, that's not what's on the table. And James's attorneys keep saying, he's been great. He should be thanked. He's done a great job, Your Honor. There's no need to remove him. And Rosengart's like, that's not the that's not what the fuck we're talking about, though. It doesn't matter what he's done. Today, it's not in Britney's best interest. Therefore, yeet. That's it. That's all that has to be decided. But I love the way he says it, that they are not at this time on this petition. It's like, Your Honor, it's coming. We're going to get there one step at a time. One step at a time. And this one step is to yeet Dad Spears right out of this conservatorship. So let's continue. Because if I keep sidebarring myself, we're never going to get through this petition. Um, the only question before the court, again, reminding the judge over and over and over, just do the one thing, the one thing we need you to do. I've made it very simple. The only question before this court, which has unfortunately been lost for years, little shade, a lot of shade. Let me know. Is it a little shade? Is it a lot of shade? I don't know if it's shade. I think it's just a direct observation at this point. Um, the only question before this court, which has unfortunately been lost for years, is whether Mr. Spears's prompt yeeting, I mean suspension, and removal are in the best interest of Britney Spears. That is it. That is it. One thing. One thing. Y'all have gone crazy. You have forgotten that the whole point is what's best for Britney. Leave Britney alone is so vindicated right now, so vindicated over and over and over. Leave Britney alone. And then they go on to lay out their grounds based on one, the forceful and compelling June 23rd and July 14th testimony of Britney. Two, the sworn declaration of Jody Montgomery, which includes her testimony that, quote, I have had numerous ongoing conversations with the medical team, and we all agree that it would be best for Brittany's well-being and mental health if her father stopped acting as conservator, that it is my strong opinion and recommendation that the persons serving as Mrs. Spears conservators not be family members. Mr. Spears's removal is critical to Brittany's emotional health and well-being as and is in the best interest of the conservative. And that's really all the court has to say. That's all they have to decide. They also go on to say that the joinder and ver declaration of Lynn Spears and the fact that Miss Spears will not work or perform unless Dad Spears is yeeted thereby depriving the estate of income, even as Dad Spears and others previously, um, oh, sorry, not previously, perversely, thereby depriving the estate of income, even as Mr. Spears and others are perversely being enriched from it. The unequivocal answer is yes. That could have been a footnote and not a print, but, you know, it, it's fair. This conclusion, which we respectfully submit is now clearly inexorable 
is further supported by fundamental principles of law. Here comes for the shade that were completely ignored by Mr. Spears and his attorney in their first response and mandates Mr. Spears's suspension and removal. They then go on to cite, you know, the law that stands for the same thing, but they also cite to hashtag free Britney and a look at how the California conservatives may challenge their conservators from August 2020. I don't know where the site to that is, um, but I'm kind of living for that's what's being cited. Oh, from the California Trust and Estate Quarterly. Fantastic. And then also from, um, it looks like University of Pacific Law Review, a review of whether conservatives shall continue to pay attorney's fees of feuding parties. That is coming. That is coming. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. They say that the Judicial Council's handbook for conservators, this is literally the guidebook, the rules, provides, quote, the position of conservator is one of great trust and responsibility. The court and conservatee are trusting you to follow the law and to act in the conservatee's best interest. You should make choices that are in the conservatee's best interest. This is basic. It's basic that it should be in Britney's best interest. But again, as Rosengart's pointing out, it has been lost. So he's saying, look, we need to go back to basics. The basic point of all of this is it should be in Britney's best interest for her safety and her support, not to bilk her of her fortune that she would not otherwise willingly turn over to her dad. And then they go on to compliment the court again, which your honor, so, so good. Please listen to yourself. Let me quote back to you yourself. When lawyers can quote the court back to themselves or when they can use like what opposing counsel has argued against them, it is so tremendously powerful. It's like, no, as opposing counsel said this. No, Your Honor, remember, as you said this, follow yourself. Do what you've already said. So they quote the court back to them. In short, as this court so aptly stated during the July 14th hearing in referencing the need to focus on the interest of Britney Spears, it's not about anyone else. It's about her. Mr. Spears should heed those words. I would offer that the court should also heed their own words in this. And remember, it's not about anyone else. It's about her. But I think Rosengart has given the court the words that the court needs, the law that the court needs, and the reason the court needs to rule on this petition. Against this backdrop, Dad Spears and his counsel's August 12, 2021, quote, first response is shameful. No mincing of words there. Although Dad Spears concedes that a, quote, battle with his daughter over his continued service would not be in her best interest, he's still placing stories with TMZ. I'm sorry, <clears throat> that's not what this says. It goes on to say, thereby effectively acknowledging that his departure must be imminent. It goes on to say, Mr. Spears spends the overwhelming majority of his brief, his brief not being short, his brief being his legal papers, his brief engaging in inappropriate attacks and finger-pointing. Fair. In trying to defend himself, he also looks back 13 years improperly discussing his daughter's mental health issues. 
while outrageously suggesting that he should be thanked. Louder for the people in the back, Rosengart. Louder for the people in the back. Because I think that's where we're going to find Vivian Thren. Thren, back in the back. While outrageously suggesting he should be thanked. He also did completely horrifically and improperly air his daughter's, quote, mental health issues in his last ditch, like grasping at life, clawing to stay in this conservatorship um, or to destroy the reputation of Britney, as it seemed to me. There seemed no other reason to put that all on blast in court papers when for 13 years it has been the basis of guarding everything within court. It's been the basis of keeping people out of these proceedings and the basis of keeping these proceedings secret. If the whole point of keeping these proceedings secret was to protect Britney Spears from scrutiny with regard to mental health, which shouldn't be a shameful thing in the first place, then why, when it seems to be in the best interest of James Spears, does that shit turn around and get put on blast so fast? Maybe it's because the reason there was so much secrecy wasn't to protect Britney. Just maybe. Continue ranting later. The motion goes on to say the thrust of his response is that although, one, he expressly recognizes that a public battle regarding his departure would not be in Ms. Spears' best interest, which, remember, is the only reason that's being proffered for why he should be removed. What's in her best interest? He says this is not in her best interest. And then he continues to do it. I digress. We'll continue. Two, for that reason, he, being Dad Spears, even intends to support, quote, an orderly transition. It goes on to say his idea of, quote, orderly is to hang on until someone first brands him Father of the Year and awards him a gold star for his service. It's just, it's just cold shade. And this shade I am here for because the entire motion from Dad Spears is self-congratulatory. So I don't think it's inappropriate for them to call out that he is not going to transition the conservatorship until he's patted on the back and given a gold star. I love that the words gold star were used in this motion. I'm living. But then they restate it. They probably didn't have to, but it's all right. They restate it. They say, in other words, although Mr. Spears has at least been forced to recognize that it is best for his daughter if he departs now. He claims the right to drag his feet because it's best for him to cling to this conservatorship until he feels sufficiently vindicated, which again is not in Britney's best interest. Mr. Spears and his counsel's, quote, first response is also based upon a complete misunderstanding of the law because his prior service as conservator is legally irrelevant under Section 2650J's best interest test. Moreover, by once again elevating his own interests over his daughter's, it also demonstrates why Mr. Spears must resign or be suspended no later than September 29th. Your Honor, now, now, right now, right now, this month, we need to suspend him right now. They go on to say that the first response supports Ms. Spears's position that any legal fees incurred by Mr. Spears in connection with that response or any future response should not come from the estate, arguing further and legally that 
when the conservator of the estate is fighting perceivably against the best interests of the estates, you have to do that shit on your own dime. So reminding the court, what we're not going to do is spend all this money on these objections and then charge Brittany to fight with herself, which has been going on for years. She paid for her court-appointed attorney to fight with her dad's fleet of lawyers, and she paid for all of them to fight with themselves. Let us, let us continue. They say further and critically, words are hard. It's been a long day. Further and critically, while Mr. Spears professes his purported, quote, love and quote, support of his daughter, even as he stripped her of her autonomy and dignity and engaged in abusive conduct toward her, his first response reveals his true motivations to receive or make large monetary payments under the pending 12th account as a quid pro Whoa, we talked about this when we talked about Dad Spears' response. Remember, the 12th account is the one with all the money, and they're going to lay it out in bullet points for everyone to understand. We said this because we are law nerds, and we are, we are lovely, and we know the things, and we talked about this. I will not leave until all of these millions of dollars of legal fees are paid. They go on to say in bullet point, payment to Mr. Spears from Brittany for working with his lawyers to address, quote, public media and social media attention, such as reading, quote, major television and news articles, social media posts, global media inquiries, and documentary films. Are you telling me, or at least implying, that Dad Spears wants to be paid for watching, framing Britney Spears, and possibly for his lawyers to do the same? How is that in the interest of the estate? No, no. Bullet point two, payment to Dad Spears from Britney Spears for, quote, continuing to do my best to keep current regarding the music, advertising, and entertainment businesses. Then maybe you would have negotiated with TriStar instead of being like, sure, take all the money. It's fine. My opinion. Point three, compensation from Britney of $1.3 million in attorney's fees to Holland and Knight earned they say during October 2020 to June 2021, including an exorbitant and obviously unacceptable $541,065.50 for quote unquote media matters. I would rant, but I've done it multiple times before. You know how I feel about the media matter charges at over half a million dollars because um, defending dad spirits has reputation in the media is not in the interest of Britney's estate. It, 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 so why is her estate paying for it? He gets paid monthly. He can pay for it if he wants to defend his reputation. Or bad reputation. Bad reputation. Okay, moving on. To TriStar. Payment to TriStar Sports and Entertainment Group from Miss Spears of an exorbitant post-hiatus $500,000. And these were in emails in the objections to the 12th accounting. And dad, this is like literally one of the only things Sam Ingham objected to. But um, TriStar emailed and was like, hey, Brittany's not performing. We're not getting our cut. We've done so much work and she's on hiatus. We need a flat rate of 500,000. And literally later the same day, he was like, yeah, cool. 
no negotiation, no, why do you need this? No, she's on hiatus. What work are you doing? Nothing. Just like, yeah, cool. And approved it. And that started Sam Ingham's objecting to this 12th accounting, these items all being included in that 12th accounting. It goes on to say, further, although Brittany's counsel, <laughs> Mr. Spears's counsel, further, although Dad Spears's counsel purport to chastise Brittany's current counsel for supposedly failing to recognize that they and Ms. Spears's prior counsel were, quote, in negotiations, they neglect to mention that these negotiations were unacceptable and unsuccessful. I'm going to read the next paragraph and then I'm going to tell you what I think this all means. Regardless of the past, Dad Spears and his counsel are now on notice. <clears throat> the status quo is no longer tolerable and Britney Spears will not be extorted. Mr. Spears's blatant attempt to barter suspension and removal in exchange for approximately $2 million in payments on top of the millions he's already reaped from Ms. Spears' estate by Mr. Spears and his associates is a non-starter. Or otherwise, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Here's what I think this means with regard to the negotiations. It seems like the way it is alluded to that Dad Spears would do this tit for tat, like if you perform, you can go to Hawaii. If you do this, you can do that. It seems that what he is doing, and this is what was in his motion too, is if you pay the 12th accounting and it's all settled, then I will step down. And what Brittany's lawyer has said is, no, we're not doing that. We're still objecting to the 12th accounting. You're going to be removed anyway. And the negotiations, I wonder if they included an immunity agreement whereby it would be like, if I leave, you're not going to follow me, right? You're not going to follow me with like investigations and like forensic accountings. I just go and then y'all chill. And Brittany's attorney is like, um, that's a non-starter. You don't have a choice. Yeet thyself. The court will yeet you. Either way, we're not negotiating with you. And Britney Spears will not be extorted. On to the next paragraph. They say, finally, contrary to the powers that Mr. Spears and his counsel seek to arrogate unto themselves, they do not get to choose the time and place of Mr. Spears's departure. Those issues are governed by law, the best interest of Britney Spears, and this court. Yeah, Jamie, you're not driving the bus here anymore, buddy. Bye. It goes on to say, contrary to the first response's claim that there are supposedly, quote, no urgent circumstances warranting Dad Spears' immediate suspension, that too is false. The world heard Miss Spears' courageous and compelling testimony. Britney Spears' life matters. Her well-being matters. Every day matters. There is no basis to wait. In short, Dad Spears's so-called, quote, first response is best characterized as a concession that he must resign, coupled with the independently removable offense of failing to resign until the timing conditions are, quote, right for him, no matter the toll it exacts on his daughter. Having finally acknowledged that his time as conservator should end, Dad Spears is obligated to step down without condition and without seeking to extract anything further from his daughter. 
Indeed, Mr. Spears should resign now. And if he does not, this court must suspend him on September 29th. Footnote three. Let's see how sassy the footnote is. This result would also be a major step toward Mrs. Spears's path to a fuller and far more rewarding life. Your Honor, remember that the law says best interest. Let us keep reminding you what is in Brittany's best interest, including this footnote. This removal would be great, Your Honor. You, you just do the right thing. Do the right thing, Your Honor. This would be so good for Brittany. Remember, that's why the fuck we're all here. The next heading is Mr. Spears's quote, first response itself further demonstrates why his immediate suspension and subsequent removal are necessary and proper under probate code section 2650J. Rosengart did a fantastic job, in my opinion, of painting this argument in advance. In his first motion, he signaled to the court and, well, to everyone, look, James Spears's response or lack of response to this motion will be telling. In that motion, it set forth, look, Your Honor, if James responds and tries to defend himself, then he's not putting the best interest of the estate forward, which goes to prove to you that what he's doing is not in the best interest of Brittany, and therefore he must be removed. And if he is doing what's in the best interest of Brittany and the estate, then he will resign. It's a win-win for Rosengart by saying, if he responds and objects, he has to go. And if he resigns, then he's gone. And what did he do? He fought. He decided to fight. He chose violence um, in the colloquial sense of the word, not the actual sense of the word. Um, it goes on to say, first, and perhaps most notably for the purposes of this petition, Mr. Spears's response concedes that, quote, much has changed since the conservatorship was implemented in 2008, and that he will, quote, cooperate in the transition to a new conservator. He should have stopped there. Accurate. It goes on to say, instead, he seeks to extract an improper quid pro quo of preconditions to his exit, which has absolutely nothing to do with Brittany's needs or best interest. In other words, although Dad Spears concedes that stepping down is the right thing to do, he is again trying to put his interests and those of others, <clears throat> Holland and Knight, ahead, oh, and TriStar, uh, which is, you know, Lou, ahead of the interests of his own daughter. Second, it goes on, Mr. Spears's response is a shameful attempt to redeem his reputation at his daughter's expense, right? Because she's paying the legal fees. This issue, however, is not about Mr. Spears, his needs, or his image. One more time for the people in the back. Jamie, it's not about you. It's not about you. It goes on to say this would be true in any case, but it is particularly true in the context of the pending petition, which is based solely and exclusively on Section 2650J of the Probate Code's discretionary catch-all provision warranting suspension or removal where that relief is, quote, in the best interest of the conservative footnote four, uh, goes on to say, although subject to our ongoing investigation, <laughs> beyond notice, more is coming. This is just step one, folks. Although 
Subject to our ongoing investigation. Oh, footnote voice. I forgot my footnote voice. Although subject to our ongoing investigation, the other factors of Section 2650, e.g., quote, gross immorality and, quote, failure to use ordinary care are not presently before the court, and they have no impact on the September 29th hearing, at which time Mr. Spears must, at the very least, be suspended. But I think it throws out a little signal of where they're going with the gross immorality and failure to use ordinary care. Back into this motion. They say specifically, well, Mr. Spears claims to understand that a, quote, a public battle with his daughter over his continued service as her conservator would not be in her best interest. His actions speak far louder. Far from extending an olive branch, Mr. Spears's first response is riddled with allegations that are false, stale, have no bearing on current circumstances, and serve no purpose other than hoping to rehabilitate, rehabilitate his image while harming Miss Spears. They go on to allege Mr. Spears has become so blinded by his own, parentheses, legally irrelevant, desire for redemption that notwithstanding the stringent restrictions of HIPAA, he has gone so far in his filing as to discuss alleged details of Ms. Spears' mental health. It was truly, in my opinion, outrageous. Outrageous. I didn't mean to do that, but once the word came out, it just happened, and I'm here for it. My dad jokes are making me happy. Outrageous. Okay. Continuing on. Under the guise of countering Lynn Spears' declaration, for example, Mr. Spears levies allegations of Britney's issues, makes gratuitous comments on the amounts spent by Britney's uh, spent on Britney's medical care, questions whether Britney understands or remembers what has been done to her, and makes other inapt claims while also attacking conservator of the person Jody Montgomery. Not only are Dad Spears's self-serving content, uh, ugh, that's hard to say too. Not only are Dad Spears's contentions self-serving and irrelevant to this petition, they are a quintessential indicator of an unhealthy conservator conservative relationship, which can no longer be sustained. It's 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 an indicator of a very unhealthy relationship. Um, with someone who believes that what they're doing is the right thing when what they're doing is not the right thing because maybe they are not in touch with all of the things. But either way, the relationship has and maybe always was, speculatively speaking, unhealthy. Indeed, any words in Mr. Spears's first response other than, quote, I recognize it is in Ms. Spears's best interest that I resign and I hereby do so, end quote, are unnecessary, damaging, and a further indicate a further indicator of his unfitness to serve. If Mr. Spears truly feels he is, quote, target of unjustified attacks, end quote, he can bring them to an end by doing the gracious, right, and necessary thing by resigning without attempting to extort conditions on his departure. Relatedly, there are there is no reason that his uh, requested, quote, transition cannot occur after he resigns or is suspended. Like, he can still help transition. He just can't be in charge. Third, Mr. Spears' response is also illustrative of why, consistent with his departure, the time has come to chart a course for Ms. Spears' freedom. There it is. Well, there it is. It is time to move this conservatorship towards going in a direction where it can end and not that it continues to perpetuate so much money for those benefiting from it that it just continues on and on and on ad nauseum. 
It goes on to say Mr. Spears' observations about his daughter in his purported defense, paren, which is, once again, legally irrelevant, actually demonstrate that Brittany is perfectly capable of giving an accurate opinion as to whether Dad Spears should remain in his post. For example, Dad Spears notes that Brittany has maintained her career while recording and performing worldwide, understands her personal obligations, has not been coerced to do anything, is strong, and stands up for herself. These truths are not reason to laud Mr. Spears. They are a reason to honor Mrs. Spears's request to be released from under the thumb of her father. Yes! It goes on to say, not even Mr. Spears denies that this conservatorship is, in fact, exhausting and terrifying to Miss Spears. He accepts this as a fact and dismisses her experience as, quote, the reality of being, quote, under a conservatorship. It goes on to say, but exhaustion and terror are not the goals of a conservatorship, a state-imposed mechanism that should be a last resort. Mr. Spears's distorted views, well, because the whole motion was gaslighting. It, it, the entire motion was just gaslighting Brittany that what she said was not true and that her experiences were not her experiences. At least that's how it read to me. Mr. Spears's distorted views of a functional conservatorship further support, support his suspension and removal. I love it because in Dad Spears's motion, he's like, this is just how it goes. This is how conservatorships are. And Rosengart's like, no, this is how you are. And that's why you need to go. This is not how this is. This is how you are. Yeet thyself. It goes on to say the fact that Mr. Spears views his daughter's own experience as a necessary evil of a conservatorship shows exactly how far off the rails this conservatorship has gone insofar as he is concerned. Finally, it's again worth noting that Dad Spears spends seven pages of his response airing grievances with Lynn Spears in a needless but mean-spirited sideshow. I appreciate that he said sideshow. Shit show would also fit, from my opinion, but the court would probably not be friendly to that language. What you can't do is say things like shit show and yeet in most court motions. That's just for us here as law nerds. Emily, would you ever go back to practicing in court? Um, no, because then I'd be like, Your Honor, counsel needs to yeet themselves from this conversation, and that would not go well. But I digress. They go on to say that Lynn Spears does indeed support Mr. Spears' suspension and removal, but the petition must be granted regardless of her views. As the petition made abundantly clear, it is Mr. Spears' independent adverse impact on his daughter's life well-being, and best interest that requires the petition to be granted. Dad Spears is negatively impacting Brittany's life and well-being, so to act in her best interest, he must be gone. They have restated it over and over, keeping the court on track, I hope, and this would echo, I think, anything Rosengart would say in court, because the court would be anything further, and Rosengart would be like, yes, your honor, we are here to do what's in the best interest of Britney Spears, and that is removing James Spears. Thank you. Nothing further. We have made it very succinct. It goes on to say that Mr. Spears would use this solemn occasion to pick one more fight with his ex-wife, the mother of his daughter, speaks volumes. Why, yes. Yes, it does. 
The next heading says Mr. Spears requested preconditions to resignation. Um, Mr. Spears's requested preconditions to resignation are self-interested and can uh, constitute an unacceptable and ex extraordinate quid pro extraordinate quid pro quo. Lest there be any confusion about the certain quote matters Mr. Spears wishes to resolve before his departure, his first response indicates his voluntary resignation will be contingent upon at the least approval of the latest accounting and to substantial payments from Britney's estate to certain third parties, including TriStar and uh, including TriStar Sports and Entertainment Group. Well, yes, and the lawyers. They go on to say one can certainly theorize why Dad Spears wants to ensure payment to certain third parties while he perceives he still has the leverage to extract concessions. The, the concept of James Spears and leverage come up over and over and over again, which is interesting to me. They go on to say, but the reasons for his audacious desire to divert conservatorship assets to himself and others are, at this time, beside the point. When it comes to the petition, all that matters is a single central fact that is undisputed, even by Mr. Spears. His resignation or immediate suspension, if he fails to resign, is in Mrs. Spears' best interest. Given the above, Mr. Spears has no right to condition his departure on improper and extraordinate demands for payment or blanket immunity, which again, it's very interesting that immunity is coming up because I imagine those are the behind the scenes discussions. I'll go quietly if you don't come after me. No, no, that's not how this is going to go down. Instead, the only honorable, decent, and humane course of action is for Mr. Spears to resign now, provide all necessary information to evaluate his accounting, and if matters cannot be resolved consensually, to try to defend his accounting. Once again, however, and importantly, that defense is for a later day and a different proceeding, and Mr. Spears' effort to confuse and conflate these issues and extract a quid pro quo must be rejected. Footnote six. <clears throat> Footnote voice. Although also an issue for another day, Mr. Spears's willingness to toss estate dollars at others is nothing new, as noticed in Ms. Spears's objection to Mr. Spears's twelfth accounting and report of conservator. Mr. Spears readily and unilaterally approved a new flat fee agreement for TriStar, a windfall from TriStar's perspective, and a retroactive gratuitous payment equaling an approximate 260% raise above what TriStar otherwise would have been entitled to receive. Remember, Your Honor, he also spends money like a jackass when it benefits people he knows. Just, just a footnote. Conclusion. If ever there were any doubts as to whether Mr. Spears must summarily suspend, must be summarily suspended and then removed, and there should have been no such doubts, Mr. Spears's faithless and misguided, quote, first response puts them to rest. It is now self-evident that Mr. Spears is so myopically focused on his own interests that even as he is, in effect, uttering the words, you can't fire me, I resign, he cannot help but contemplate and promote the next best steps for himself. Ms. Spears had already 
has provided the court with many examples of Mr. Spears's bullying with efforts to strip her of certain fundamental rights, as well as the harm his, quote, service has had on her well-being. For these reasons and those set forth herein in the petition, in the pending petition, Ms. Spears renews her request for relief contained in the petition, including immediate suspension. A, quote, transition can just as easily occur while Mr. Spears is suspended. I'm not talking to you, Alexa. Well, Mr. Spears is suspended. You kind of killed the moment there, technology. Um, a, quote, transition can just as easily occur while Mr. Spears is suspended as opposed to while he lingers as conservator waiting for his inevitable removal. The only difference is that the former is in his daughter's best interest while the latter severely undermines those interests. For now, before Mr. Spears engages in further attacks on his daughter, once again discusses his purported, pur purported views of her mental state or files another, quote, response that would only serve to demonstrate his lack of sensitivity and fidelity while also bolstering the petition and providing further evidence that he, not the estate, will be liable for attorney's fees. Although his departure is a foregone conclusion, Mr. Spears should simply agree to resign immediately. Under the circumstance, that would be the legally correct, decent, and graceful thing to do. And that is the end of this petition. It ends with a, take that, James Spears. You have no choice. The legally correct, decent, and graceful thing to do is to leave. But you are a dick, so you are going to continue to fight. And you will do so at your own expense. Pay your own attorneys to continue to attack your daughter in court in plain view of everyone because it goes and shows that you are not abiding by your fiduciary duty or any responsibility as a fucking parent. So this motion is got a, a good strong kickback to dad Spears' attorneys who came out swinging. It is very clear the legal standard that the court can impose and what the court needs to do. It sets aside what it sees as bullshit and really focuses on the point that the entire purpose of all of this is what's in Britney's best interest. And it uses dad Spears's own motion against him saying, your honor, see, look at what he's doing. Clearly he's not doing anything in his, her best interest because he is lighting into her mom, which is irrelevant. And he's laying out his view of her mental health, which is inappropriate and breaches his fiduciary responsibility in their opinion and the allegations here. Oh, and then they throw in the word extortion multiple times saying that, you know, this tit for tat quid pro quo, there's a word for it. If you do this, I'll do that. Yeah. We're calling that extortion because he's trying to get money to step aside and secure potentially immunity from himself. That is slipped in in one sentence, but it's a very meaningful sentence because it signals that these negotiations that they're talking about happening behind the scene are really the, I'll go, please don't come for me. And Rosengart's like, yeah, that's not, what's never going to happen. What's never going to happen is we're just going to let you bow out and not further investigate what the fuck's been happening for the last 13 years. That's never happening. We're not offering immunity. We don't negotiate with you. Leave. You're going to get yeeted. Leave. Leave now. Bye-bye. All right. Brittany has her own attorney. And uh, I'm optimistic. 
I, I wasn't optimistic earlier in this case, but I am optimistic that this is moving in the right direction. I know there are those within the Free Britney movement who are like, until this conservatorship is gone, I will not be happy. I am happy with this motion. I am optimistic that what comes next is James's removal and an investigation. And that when the court still has jurisdiction and once James Spears is gone, that investigation can um, stay within court. They don't have to bring in a new court to have jurisdiction. You've got um, you've got all the documents there and they can continue forward. I am I I really am not going to be thrilled um, if Judge Penny denies this or even puts it over. There is no there is no reason that this can't be heard. They are saying over and over and over again, this relationship with dad in charge of the estate and the money is not in Brittany's best interest. And your honor, have you forgotten that that is the entire point? Let me remind you of your own words and going through the transcript and picking out the words of the court saying to the judge, remember you said it's about her. Don't forget that, Your Honor, because I will embarrass you if I have to. I will hold your feet to the fire if I must. But for now, I'm going to say, you are correct, Your Honor. You are so right, Your Honor. Do the right thing, Your Honor. And Rosengart has allowed the court to look like the good guy in granting this motion. If the court does not grant this motion, it will be very, very interesting to me because there is no legal grounds not to. And James Spears's um, response or objection didn't have any legal grounds not to. It had a lot of attacks. So let us um, let us get to questions because it is time for questions. I'm sure I have questions. I've talked a lot. I'm sure you have questions. As I said, if you want to go check out the questions that I answered for the community, that's over on my YouTube channel at the Emily D. Baker with over 152,000 lawnards hanging out in there now. It's wild. But until next time, I just wanted to say goodbye and may your Wi-Fi be strong. May your toilet paper be plentiful. May your family be well and may the odds be ever in your favor. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a lawnard. And I will talk to you in the next one.